Hello everyone. Welcome to Let Fear Bounce. This is Kim Langling, your host. Today I have had the absolute pleasure of welcoming in Asmina Jiwa. Now at one point in her life, she was wondering if this life was even worth living. So why don't you grab your cup of coffee, sit back and relax, and let's listen in as we hear about Asmina's journey to the other side of that darkness where she is now thriving and flourishing. Hello, hello, everyone. This is Kim Langling. Welcome to Let Fear Bounce. Today, I have a beautiful lady with me. Her name is Asmina Jiwa. She is from England. She is an author, speaker, and personal development coach, mentor, and trainer. Asmina has the passion to help others with tools to have the freedom to just be you. She learned these tools from her own journey of freedom, which started 20 years ago. She was unhappy, feeling worthless, anxious, and wondering if this life was worth living. And then one day she found herself on her knees praying for help. Hope opened up in the form of self-help workshops, and since then she has been devouring anything and everything self-development. Asmina, thank you so, so much for being with me on Let Fear Bounce today. Welcome. It's such a pleasure, such a pleasure to talk about how we overcome our fears and we and there's a lot of them out there there is a lot of them out there now in your bio you, you piqued my interest there you said this journey of 20 years mm -hmm. so what happened 20 years ago to start you on this journey oh yes well on hindsight i think it was burying a lot of things that were surfacing as far as emotions and you know things you want to do but at that moment, I didn't realize that. Uh, what happened was that I think I was, at the time I was feeling very, very unhappy and very unworthy. And when I started to look into it and had, had some blood tests, I was perimenopausal. And so I was, uh, now I deduce that because of the hormones imbalance, uh, all the things that I'd been pushing down over the years were now surfacing. And I had read some couple of lovely books. One was especially one was Dr. Northup, um, Christian Northup. And she talked about menopause being time for women. And I think that, remembering that after that, you know, feeling, uh, as I described, feeling on my knees and praying, then that suddenly came to my mind that actually this is my time for me to really start to live my life the way I want to. And that's what led me to go to all these workshops and read. And, and the very first workshop I went to was called Zest for Life. And the tools that I was taught, you know, things like our thoughts govern our, our, um, uh, feel, our feelings, uh, take responsibility for your own life, fear is false expectations, and everybody feels fear, all those kind of things. And I thought, Oh my God, and my life started changing. And I thought, why are we not taught this in our regular life at school or college, you know, university? We wouldn't go through this <laughs> turmoil of not having the confidence. And then looking back, I realized I actually had very low self-esteem. I was confident in the sense that I was a podiatrist I treated people's feet and that profession gave me that I was hiding behind oh I'm somebody 
So that was giving me that little bit of confidence. Ah. But really, I didn't have an inner confidence. So that's uh, then, you know, I've, I've been on the journey ever since. <laughs> wow. You know, and as you're talking, I'm taking notes. And I, and I always do that because, and you had so much stuff coming out that I want, I mean, we could sit here for three hours talking about this stuff. <laughs> first off, first off, how you said that you buried your emotions. Mm. I think we all do that. And a lot of those emotions that we're burying, we feel, at least in my experience, shows if we let them out or sh let people see them, it'll show us as weak. Absolutely. And then you mentioned, you know, you found out you had blood work done and the whole hormonal imbalance with perimenopause. Boy, that just throws you in a whole new world right there, <laughs> won't you? Believe me, I, I've been there. Believe me, I, I know. Yes, so <laughs> many people struggle through that. It, and it's not a, and it's, you're right, it's not something that anybody teaches us about. We just no. find ourselves in this, in this, Oh, I'm going to say this crazy time period. And you're thinking, why am I crying all the time? And why am I so tired all the time? And you're irritable and more so than normal, I guess, for me, I'll say. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Irritable and, you know, feeling worthless. And the thing is, uh, I had done so many wonderful things in my life already. And yet I was like, I haven't done anything and I'm useless and I'm nobody, you know. And you said you're you're a podiatrist, a podiatrist by trade. That's right. Yeah, I just retired a year ago, so I've been working at. Oh, congratulations! Good for you. <laughs> yes. I love how you said that you you were you started praying, and then yes. you realized, wow, it's time for me. Yes. I have heard and spoke with so many women over the past year that have said the exact same thing. And I found myself in the same situation when I, I'm 52. And when I hit 50, I had that thought over and over in my head. Mm. You know, I've, I've got to focus on me now, even though it still felt kind of selfish. Yes. And yeah. I think women, women feel that way. Did you feel that way? Absolutely. I think that that's the main reason you think you're not supposed to do anything for yourself you're here to serve your husband and your family or you know if you haven't got husband and partners it's still uh, anybody else you start doing voluntary work but you, we, we are never taught that we need to take care of ourselves first in order to have that energy to actually give much more fully exactly you know, this is what i found without without uh, really with unconditional love without expectations right and, okay. and you have that energy to help people. Now you need such a huge. It is. Yeah, yeah, it is huge. And we we need yeah. to pay more attention to that. I'm actually I make I'm making over the past couple of years a very conscious decision to do that. Mm. I, you know, I, I want to be around a little while. You know? Yes, of course, yeah. <laughs> we all want to and the thing is we want to be around feeling like we are living life. Not just existing, which is what I was doing. Oh, uh, perfect. That is, yes, I love that. We want to feel like we're living life, not yeah. just existing. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. I was living with so much fear, you know, fear of rejection, fear of not being liked and just keep doing things for other people to be liked, to be approved. And that wasn't really living because I wasn't doing anything that gave me pleasure. 
So you, you were working and going home and taking care of family, oh. and what everybody does, and that's yeah. it. Absolutely. I call that treadmill of life. The treadmill of life. <laughs> I'll right. give you one, one example. You know, I was I um, about this emotions coming and how we push it down because of the treadmill of life. I was waiting outside the school for my kids to pick them up. And you know how a lot of parents go and stand around the gate and they're chatting away. And I really want to go, but I don't go because I'm thinking, oh my God, who am I? And what am I going to say? And, you know, I'm going to look silly and things like this. I wouldn't go. And of course, those emotions were coming up of not feeling good enough. But as soon as the children are in the car, you come home, you start cooking, you start doing homework with them. You're so tired, you go to bed. Right. <laughs> and that is the treadmill of life I'm talking about. <laughs> No, and you are, you are absolutely, and I love that, Treadmill of Life. I love that. That Have you ever written a book? Um, yes, my book is called Freedom to Be Me. You need to write um, one called The Treadmill of Life. Yes, I think that would make a lot of sense. That's a, that's a, that's a wonderful book title. I love it. I write that down, I think. Yeah, I was just going to say, write that down. I did. <laughs> love that. Yes. So the, the name of your book is Free to Be Me? Freedom to be me. And where and where can people find that? It is available on Amazon. And also people can have a, a sample of it, three chapters, on my website, uh, which is asminajiwa.com. So then if they like it, then they can order it um, through Amazon or even check with me and I could uh, mail it to them. Wonderful. And I will make sure that I have all of that, the links and such, when this is um, uploaded, when it's when it's posted up online, I will make sure that all those links are available for our listeners so they can go check it out, because I certainly am going to. Lovely, thank you. Oh, I just love that, treadmill of life. So <laughs> I, wanna, I wanna hop back, step back here, where you mm -hmm. said you were unhappy, feeling worthless, anxious, mm -hmm. and wondering if this life was even worth living. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What brought you to that thought? Because that's a pretty extreme thought. Yeah, every morning I'd get up, I have this palpitation, this anxiety of, I don't know what's going to happen today. And then just tears all the time. And this went on, I don't know, maybe oh, a couple of months. And it was just feeling like I'm not going to get out of this. And then what's the point? You know, I just feel this. And I normally when I feel anything, it's normally in my chest, like that very heavy tightness. And uh, yeah, I, I was just feeling, and you know, actually, uh, people might resonate this with me. I actually had all material comforts around me. And even then I felt like this. I was just feeling very unhappy. So just shows happiness doesn't come from <laughs> all these things we have. Right, exactly. So, yeah. Good. so that was the feeling. I just just wanted to get rid of that that feeling, you know. Now, um, I'm going to ask kind of a personal question. Um, did anything to have this anxiety, because it sounds like, did something happen in your past that you had blocked and pushed away? I, yeah, I do believe, because what happened, um, when I was bringing up my children, I was emotionally, I wasn't there for my kids. I was like a robot doing things for them. That's why I say I was existing. And it wasn't until I started doing this work on myself 
that I felt, and especially now with my grandchildren, the feelings that come up for them is so, it's like, I really feel like I've never felt those things before. And I think what has happened, some, I, what I can remember, I can't remember an awful lot of my childhood, but what I do remember was that there was times when my mom had gone into um, uh, hospital because she had kind of a breakdown, nervous breakdown. And I actually don't know who looked after us. I don't have any memory of it. But when I went back, I was working with somebody and I went back into you know that vision of me being young and feeling very isolated and abandoned and alone. And I think maybe over the years that pain, I didn't want to feel it and I had just pushed it down. And now I've really worked on it because I, I sometimes feel felt that pain when somebody was, uh, uh, I felt was being rejected, I would get that pain again. And so I started actually feeling my pain before I used to avoid them. So as I started feeling my pain, I started realizing that actually it's, it's coming from somewhere deep inside, deep. And so I've, been, I've just really allowed myself to really, really feel those feelings. Now I don't avoid them. Every time I feel something, I just go in it and, and really feel that release. That's amazing. I, I, <clears throat> and I love that you brought that up, that you, you said um, you used to avoid pain mm. and now you let yourself feel it. Yeah. And that's... Um, that's that's a that's a hard thing to do. Um, myself, I have post traumatic stress from an incident when I was in the military, mm. and this is thirty years ago. Um, and it took probably <clears throat> twelve to thirteen years before that started to start seeping out from behind the walls that I had built. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when you first acknowledge that, it's a hard, painful process. It was very hard, yes. So yeah. I, 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 you know, I, I obviously I'm not in your shoes, but I understand that pain that you were mentioning, yeah. um, because it at times you know the door might creak open or that door blasts open, and you either acknowledge all of that or you sink into it. Yes, yeah. And for me, it was a, a steady journey. You know, working with somebody, having a session here, and after a month, and just slowly getting deeper and deeper into it. And I feel so much better now. Um, and, and when I first started teaching this stuff, which was about 15 years ago, even then I hadn't realized about the uh, opening up to your feelings or feeling your feelings. I used to teach very much about, oh, you know, just focus on your thoughts and that'll change your feelings. But over the years I have learned, no, first you've got to acknowledge and accept your feelings. Exactly. Yes. When we don't do that, we're not coming from that hard, deep space, I think. Right. And that's yeah. a scary, that's a scary place to go. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not comfortable. It's very uncomfortable. It mm -hmm. can cause you, you know, distress and anxiety. And you, that you said how you said the heavy tightness in your chest. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm familiar with that feeling that, yeah. You know, and I always, and I know people can't see me, but I'm clenching my fist in front of my chest right now. Yes. And I do it slowly. And that's how it feels for me when anxiety yes. starts creeping up. Yes. But now I can recognize it for what it is. Right. And, and say, okay, is. not today. Like, you know, I'm acknowledging you and I'm also releasing you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. and do you find, exactly. And do you find that it's now quicker? You, 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 like you say, you recognize it. And you can deal with it much quicker now. 
Yes. Yeah, because you know you can really acknowledge it. Yeah. So do you do you have a um what did you say? What's the name of your website again? I'm sorry. So it's just my name, Azmina Jiwa and oh. .com. Okay. Now do you have um well you're you're a coach and a mentor and a trainer. Yes. Do you have programs that you offer folks that come to you? Yes, I am offering it as a group workshop. And uh, right now, um, I'm, I'm trying to develop one now that the market has opened up uh, with Zoom. I'm trying to develop one for individuals who would like to attend. But at the moment, uh, up to now, I was focusing on going into little companies mm -hmm. uh, and uh, offering it to em uh, company employees to empower them to have the freedom so that they can really engage at the workplace. Because when I was running workshops, I was running workshops of uh, Dr. Susan Jeffers' book, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. I was the licensed trainer for that and the Zest for Life. And um, I used to get a lot of people attending those workshops who were in employment and were not feeling the freedom to be themselves. They were comparing themselves, they were feeling uh, fear, of um, failure, fear of uh, judgment, and they weren't really fully engaging. And so that gave me the idea that I would love to work uh, with employees of, you know, with companies so that really they can really be themselves at the workplace. Because, you know, we spend so much time at work, half our life. And if we are not living and not being who we are, then really we are not expressing our potential. We are, we've all got gifts to express. And we, we can't express them if we don't feel that freedom. So, yeah, so that's, that's, and I do a little bit of one-to-one -one coaching as well, one-to-one -one training. That's wonderful. And speaking, I speak at lots of engagement. A lot of people who um, call me to do uh, uh, talks to their uh, audiences. Mm -hmm. So I do a lot of that as well. That is wonderful. And yeah. what a, I love. it's a, it's a wonderful mission. To me, it sounds like you're on a mission because you've <laughs> yes. been there, you know, you've been on your knees, you know, and praying and wondering yeah. and asking what is happening to me and should I even still be here? Yes. And to let others know the ones that you're talking to, whether it's in a group one-on-one -on -one, or even within a company, you yeah. don't know in what way you're touching someone. No, and it's... You're tossing out those, and I keep, I've, I've been saying a lot lately, you're tossing out those nuggets of goodness Yes. that you know, you and I both know when you're in that dark spot, mm. you don't, you can't recognize them. No. You're so focused on, you know, where you're personally yeah. at. It takes sometimes someone outside your bubble to be tossing those nuggets at you <laughs> to get your attention. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel very passionate. Recently, somebody asked me, um, what's your big dream? And I just came up with this. I would, I want a million people by the end of next year to have access to freedom to be you. And, and, and one of my, and, and, and the fact that I, I'm talking to you now is something I've attracted because one thing I put, you know, then I put on my vision board. Okay. So how can I do this? So podcast was one of the things on my vision board. Yay. <laughs> And suddenly I started seeing all these people who have uh, podcasts and are looking for guests. And I thought, wow, that's the law of attraction working for me. Exactly. 
And I'm I'm so glad that you decided that you agreed to come on mine. I love oh, it. Well, yes, I think I, we were probably looking for each other. Well, yeah, and I yes, I don't believe in coincidence or accident. There there was a reason. I think so. I absolutely believe in that. Yeah, definitely a reason. Yeah. So, Tell me, and I, this is, you know, tell me a little bit about what it is that you like to do outside of work and stuff. You know, what, who are you? Oh, wow. There's so many things. <laughs> I almost think of myself as a little child who is <laughs> curious about everything. I, um, I'll tell you a funny thing right now, because everything was in Zoom. I don't want to miss anything. So sometimes I have something on my phone and something on my computer and I'm listening to two things and I really got to stop this. <laughs> but my other interests are, I love traveling. We have been to so many places and I love just sitting there and, and, and watching people. I don't, you know, I don't do so much of the tourist stuff like oh, going on a cruise and this and that, uh, but more of just, just feeling the place and experiencing the place and sitting in the local bus and you know those kind of things. I love that, I love swimming, I love hiking. Um, yeah, so a lot of it, and I love doing this work. I, you know, I love uh, you know, helping people with this, with feeling good about themselves. Uh, what else? I have two grandchildren and... Uh, <laughs> well, they, two grandchildren will keep you busy. Oh, they do, they do. And it's lovely watching them grow, you know, it's, 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 uh, uh, yeah, and realizing these tools that I'm using can be so beneficial to the young children if they only can teach them in school. Yes, so they have that foundation to work from. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think we all need that. We all need, we all need that positive, loving foundation. Yeah, yes. And maybe if I can just go a little bit to my, uh, uh, I was born in Uganda in East Africa and I was extremely shy child. I wouldn't even sit at the same table if guests were in our house. Oh. Uh, yes. <laughs> and then uh, I came to England when I was 17. And then at 90, 20, I qualified as, as a podiatrist. Okay. So, you know, so yeah, the yeah. first, the, the very formative years of your life were spent in South Africa, where you were shy for all of that. So that'd be a tough thing. And then you moved to a different country. Yes, yes. And, uh, you know, so I didn't have any confidence anyway. And so here it was difficult to make friends and, you know, to connect with people. Um, and then I got married when I was 21. So I was hiding behind my profession and my husband was to me. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. If I went out anywhere socially, I was like with him. I wasn't really confident chatting to people because I was too fearful. <sighs> yeah. Well, it sounds it sounds like that you've uh, you've done away with a lot of that, a lot of oh, that yes. fear. Absolutely, I've really worked on it. Yes, learned a lot of tools about how to manage and overcome fears. And I love how in your bio you said that um, since that time that you made that decision to, you know, start looking into self-help uh, workshops and things like that, that you've been devouring anything <laughs> and everything. And I love that word because that shows that one word right there just shows your massive passion for, uh, for helping people. And I love that. I love, yeah. I love meeting people with a servant's heart 
and a passion for what they're doing. So I, I just think it's, I love it. I love it. Thank you it's so great. much for sharing all of that. Yes, thank you. Yes, I'm, I'm constantly listening to things and listening to people. Uh, I think I must, must be more auditory because I love listening. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've, just, I've just begun, started doing that more and more. I would every once in a while, but now yeah. I find myself listening a lot more, you know, listening to TED Talks or mm -hmm. finding different podcasts that, that strike my interest and I'll sit and listen yeah. to them while I'm doing the dishes or something that's like right. that, you know? Exactly. That's what I do always. If I'm <laughs> and not listening, then I'm thinking I'm, I'm missing something. Right. <laughs> and my, my other passion is self-healing. So I talk, I listen to a lot of things about how our body heals and, you know, the foods that heal us and things okay. like that. <laughs> and that all comes together in just a great big bundle. It is, yeah. It's all about self self care, isn't it? Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. It truly yeah. is. Yeah. All right. Well, before we wrap this up, I would like to ask you if you could leave our listeners with one tip that they can walk away and put into use with them today. Ah, yes, absolutely. I think one of the. I mean, there's so many, you know. But maybe I think one, especially at the moment, I think I would talk about acceptance self-acceptance because we are our worst critics so when i teach self-acceptance i say to people make a list of all your strengths and all your weaknesses acknowledge them accept them as you as perfect as right now because we are each one of us is this unique piece like a jigsaw puzzle we are all unique and special and we need, we need to fit in just exactly as we are in this moment. Then choose your, um, and praise yourself for all your um, uh, strengths that you've, qualities that you've listed. And any weaknesses you have, look at them. Some of them are just conditioning. You know, we've been conditioned to, to maybe be a certain way. They can easily be changed. We can change those. And then there are some weaknesses which it doesn't really matter, that's part of you. We don't have to change everything and be perfect. There are some things, you know, like I don't, I'm not great at paperwork and organizing paperwork. <laughs> and, and that's completely okay. Yeah. And I was never great at organizing my clothes, but that mattered to me because I couldn't ever find clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm much tidier because I put things away in the right place. So there are some things we can, we are, it's just part of us and it's fine to accept it. And what happens when we do acknowledge things, our, our body relaxes and our mind is clearer. And then we can go, okay, now what do I want in the next moment? Because I think every moment creates our next moment. And every time we don't acknowledge ourselves and don't accept, that is carrying on in the next moment. Nothing changes. So really, really acknowledge and uh, just, yeah, also write what is special about you? What are your gifts? Because that's what we've come here to give. And accept circumstances and situations as well. Because they all are there for a reason, like you said earlier. They're not coincidences. Yeah. So acknowledge and accept the situation and ask yourself, what would I like to have happened in spite of this situation? And like the pandemic now, there are so many advantages to it as well. But we need to find them. So that would be my one big tip. That is wonderful. And that is certainly something that people can walk away and do something with. I like that. Acknowledge and accept. Yes. I love that because I picture it in bright letters with 
both of those words with a capital A. Acknowledge and accept. Yes. Love it. Yes. Love it. Well, thank you so very much. This was absolutely wonderful. And I would love to have you on again sometime. Definitely, yes. It because be there are there are so many topics that you brought up. I've got a whole page of notes while we're talking. Yes, well, I've got 13 chapters in the book, so. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd love to have you on again, but thank you so much for joining me today on Let Fear Bounce, and I know that our listeners are going to take away a lot from it, so thank you so, so much. Thank you. It's been such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you very you much. You are welcome. Have a wonderful day. Yes, and you too. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye.